0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9 to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, August 8th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. Uh,
1: the weather was great. Got to see the Lumineers on Saturday. Went for a really nice dinner. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Low-key. Rare, um... A rare occasion where there's a concert on a Saturday night, and it makes me miss concerts on Saturday nights mm-hmm. so much,
0: because, of course, it's a time for us where we can actually go out and enjoy it, so it was great. We were talking about that on Friday. Well, I'm yeah. glad it was good for you. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, it was awesome. Saw some friends, got some work done around the house, went for two nice dinners at the golf course by our house. Yeah. Uh, cooked a brisket yesterday, went to the beach. Tremendous weekend. Just Tremendous. Just exactly what a summer weekend should be. Exactly. So, on today's show a white girl quote for you some wild things we learned and what did you learn today some of the tricks that they use in tv shows to make things look a certain way got an etymology a eulogy that's going to make shauna's boyfriend cry Mm -hmm. Uh, something strange happened to one of mckenna's friends on a not date but kind of date that she was on the goat of hipster bands the Alberta government's strange advertising campaign right now. But first, your out-of-context clip of the show. The other guys in Kiss are like, come on, Gene. I don't have the strength. We need you to rock. He's like, I can't do it I anymore. Can't even get it from the bed. S in 20 minutes or less. I met
1: somebody on the weekend, Beckler, who hates the mountains. Hates the mountains? In fact, they can't go to the mountains. They feel unbelievably claustrophobic in the mountains. Oh. And I've never heard of this before. But I guess they just every time they go, the first time they went, they experienced this where they felt like the mountains were kind of shutting them in mm-hmm. and they just can't go. I was like, really? I've I've never heard of I've never because because for me, mountains are the opposite. Like I see them and I, I think they're they're freeing and especially like going on top of them and seeing how vast everything you'd feel kind of free but this person feels the complete opposite and I'm a little bit claustrophobic myself uh, mainly from one of my sister wrapped me in a sheet for a while as a child and didn't let me out of there and uh, I I feel the opposite
0: <laughs> gotta hear more about that story yeah that's just it she wrapped you in sheet how old were you?
1: I was very young she wrapped me in a sheet and just, I couldn't find my way out of the sheet because yeah, I was kind of twisted up in there. Did it make you a bit panicky? Me, it freaked wouldn't me right it? out.
0: Yeah, it sure did. So, you know, I don't little, blame you. A
1: little bit of lingering claustrophobia from that. But yeah, I always thought the opposite of the mountains. So I found this very strange.
0: This might surprise you, but I know exactly what this person is talking about. Really? Because when I, like, I, I grew up in Saskatchewan, right? I yeah, spent my whole yeah. life on the prairies. You could see. For you, miles. Yes, you could see a storm coming two days away, yeah. right? And yeah. the first time I came out here to go snowboarding with my school, uh, I was so excited to be in the mountains, and I had a great time snowboarding the whole weekend. But then when we left, I was like, I breathed a bit of a sigh of relief when we got oh. out of the mountains again. And I was like, Oh, that, w- oh, what was that that I was feeling? And it was a bit of claustrophobia.
1: Interesting.
0: And then just like, oh man, I can see to the horizon again. I can like, yeah. And I hadn't even thought about it. And yeah. I, I don't get that feeling anymore. I think I've spent enough time in the mountains now that you know I feel very comfortable there. But when I first came out this way. I know I felt that exact same thing.
1: I think this person's from the prairies as well, yeah. so makes sense. It's very different.
0: Like you're used to being able to see for miles and miles and all of a sudden you can't because you're surrounded on all sides by big mountains. You're used to
1: nothing on the horizon at all. Yeah. I wonder if anybody who grew up near mountains or in the mountains would feel creepy when they get to the prairies and it's all wide open like, like that they'd be like i feel yeah like not protected or i wonder if you're like
0: oh i wonder i need some protection around me this is weird what's well, even like if you're in the mountains like a storm can creep up on you so quickly right you come over a, a yeah. mountain and you're like oh man where did that come from but that doesn't really happen on the prairies like no oh, there it is yeah <laughs> we got about an hour then it's gonna be
1: and it's funny because that's what i love about the mountains too is it kind of puts into perspective how unpredictable things are and how you just don't have control of things, which I love about the mountains, right? It's just, I, but you're right. That also would creep people right out being like, I need to know that things are coming up. And
0: And I didn't expect to feel that. And it was very weird. Yeah. Like I said, I don't feel it anymore. I've spent enough time there, but yeah. Love the mountains. But I think like in my heart, I love the big open sky. Hmm. So
1: yeah, they had Before a wedding still? out in Canmore, and they were like, it was complete torture. Huh. Like, being in the mountains, I hated every moment of it. I did it because I love these people, but I needed to get out of there as soon as possible. So like, they had an ow! extreme
0: reaction to it mm-hmm. then, hey? Yeah. Wow.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, you had a little bit of that, too. I B yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less.
0: So the provincial government has an advertising campaign underway at the moment, and you may have seen the billboards or heard the commercials or even seen online ads, and it's promoting their uh, affordability programs. So the gas tax relief, energy rebates, that sort of thing. Right. Uh, and the photos for this campaign, the, like the visual campaign, were actually taken by a friend of the show, Brendan. Um, And he takes right. he's taken our photos before. He, yeah. He's, he specializes in photographing, like, objects mm-hmm. and some of his stuff is so so That's cool awesome. so he did yeah. the photos for for this campaign uh but the slogan for the campaign is uh unintentionally funny it's putting it back in the pockets of Albertans so just me or is that wording a bit odd
1: it's <laughs> putting it back
0: putting it back we I mean we've talked before on the show about how the like politicians seem to r- lean real heavy on the idea of putting money in your pockets. Right. Yeah. We're going to put more money in your pockets. And I said that's I've always felt that was odd because nobody has money in their pockets anymore. No. Nobody pays with cash.
1: Like really even in your wallets now is a bit outdated. Yeah. But, but the put, visual is still there, I guess. It,
0: it's strong emotional visual. And they you're right, they must do it for a reason because they all say it. Yeah. And I'm sure that they, you know, they have looked into this before yeah. and decided that that resonates with voters. Like, oh, I'm going to put money in my pocket. But they don't even say money in this ad. Just putting it. Putting it. We're going to put it in, our, in in the pockets of Albertans. Putting it back in the putting pockets. Putting it back. What's, what's it? Is it your penis? <laughs> That's kind of what it sounds like, doesn't it? Your wean in your what's
1: pocket? You
0: know,
1: a pocket wean? I <laughs> do. Interesting. The provincial government's going to put in pocket. Well, no, I'm never going to not think pocket? about that. What? You're going to put your.
0: Ah, you reached your pocket, well, but, ah! but back in no. your pocket, so it was there before it and then was it there. left. You didn't know. That's weird. It was in there and now it's not. That's but a small ween if you don't even notice in. it.
1: Like honestly, VNS in twenty minutes or less.
0: This is really stupid, but I laughed and I wanted to share it with you. It's from friend of the show Michael. He sent, okay, sent me this video from a, a YouTube sketch comedy artist named Chirdly's. Uh and it's it's like what life is like for a guy with a goatee. And it's how hard he lives. And okay. it's basically just a Terry. Oh, it's amazing. Full on terry. He's got an American flag shirt on. and just
1: Is it a belly top?
0: <laughs> no. Oh, Not too bad. Going through life with a goatee and, and how awesome that is. But it partway, it's a long video, but partway through, he encounters a dude with a handlebar mustache. And they have a bit of a showdown over their facial hair. And oh, that's my God. the funniest part. Did a handlebar mustache swerve on out of here, buddy. I bet you don't even know Hulk Hogan's last name. It's Hogan. What? Is it? And his middle name is Oh my god. <laughs> such terrible. Oh, this is such a handlebar. Why are you excited to see me? What? Oh! Don't you get your hopes up. That's just my leather-bound camo Bible. <laughs> if you think you're a real man, give me your best brother. Oh, you think you can out-brother me? <laughs> Get over here, brother! Brother, 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 oh, Today, you brother Brother. We are
1: all Oh my god. That is phenomenal. <laughs>
0: it's so, it something goes on forever. Oh my a too. Terry about ba- battle just going <laughs> off. That is an, Oh my I've god. I've never heard of a brother off before, but no, <laughs> you gotta say it like you're puking it out, hey? <laughs> Oh my God, yes. B in 20 minutes
1: or less. So I went to the Lumineers show on Saturday night, which, by the way, was incredible.
0: Man, I think everybody I know was at that show, and it looked awesome. It's like, crazy. It visually impressive. Unbelievably
1: and... visually impressive. And it's funny because with a band like that, that's a little more folky. I'm always curious to see how they can keep the energy up, you know? Because when you think about the Lumineers, a lot of their songs are slower. So I was kind mm-hmm. of... Going into it, not knowing what to expect. I was just like, is this going to be like a really sleepy show? Or no, they kept the energy up. It was unbelievable. Like the fiddle player is amazing. She's doing like high kicks and (laughs) and cartwheels and the tambourine players jumping around. And they just they 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 captured me the whole show. And it was super high energy, regardless of the song. being a bit slower. So pretty
0: cool. Super incredible.
1: Um, The one thing, though, that I noticed when I got there was that I felt very underdressed and I forgot that the Lumineers is one of those bands that people dress
0: up to go to. Oh, really? I, I wouldn't have known that either.
1: Nope. Uh, very hipster,
0: right? Like, okay. everybody yeah. was dressed
1: in very hipster things. And I looked around, and we honestly, we walked into the building, and I was like, I've yeah, should have dressed up a little bit. People were in dresses and then suspenders, and they were wearing the old banjo hat.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I people was,
0: dressed like scarecrows Totally, in
1: there. Yep. A lot of scarecrow dressing. <laughs> But it got me thinking, I was laughing, because Arcade Fire is kind of like that, too.
0: Oh, yeah. And they they requested on that one tour that people do dress up for it, right? You're
1: right. And people will, even without that request. And it got me thinking about the most hipster bands in this regard. The bands that do kind of bring in that type of clientele.
0: Okay. Like, just in terms of, like, the dress of the people there, or in terms of, like, the attitudes of the fans of that band?
1: I think it could go either way. Um, Which one would you prefer?
0: Let's do attitudes cuz okay. it's, it's more all-encompassing. Totally.
1: Yeah, cuz that kind of goes hand in hand with the
0: Arcade Fire would be on my list, Yeah, but they've had This question is kind of a paradox because the more successful a band gets, the less the more likely hipsters are to reject them. It's true. So, yeah. The answer is probably some band we haven't heard of. I was
1: about to say that's the classic but, like you haven't heard of them yet. Yeah. So that's that's the most hipster band. But, but of I bands mean, that we do know,
0: I mean Arcade Fire is huge, right? They yeah. play arenas and they won a Grammy and so mm-hmm. I don't know. It it might be them. Okay. The first band that springs to to mind when I think of like really up their own ass, like music, pretentious music fans, is Bon Iver. Uh, Yep. Bon Iver. I have him on my list as well. Oh, I only listen to Bon Iver. Uh,
1: The other one I was thinking.
0: Oh, you pronounce it Bon Iver? You idiot. It's Bon Iver. not how you say
1: it. Which is, I don't even know how you
0: actually say it. I don't it. know if I'm saying it right I think either. It's, I think that's don't, wrong. But don't it does, trust my French.
1: No, and to be honest, like it, that's part of it, is if you don't know how to pronounce it, it's also you, a hipster band. It's you
0: good. expose yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mumford & Sons is another one that I thought of. Yeah. And just the band alone, Like when you look at them, they look like they're from a different time. You know what I mean? Like When the band itself, every picture they take, it's like, are you from the homestead in Iowa or... What are you doing like
0: straight out of an old-timey photograph? Right?
1: Like that's when I'm like, "Okay, but that's not the time we're in." So this is
0: weird. Again though, it became so big. Yeah, it's true. That now you know, they're being rejected by the hipsters. It is a tough question because who is the goat of hipster bands? Is mm-hmm. it the band that started as a hipster band and yeah. then some became say so Radiohead big?
1: because they're oh, right?
0: Yes, and their fans could be pretentious.
1: Very pretentious. Yeah. And a lot of gatekeeping goes along with that band yes. as well. So <sighs> To get down to the actual goat, I'm, you're right. It would be a band that we've never heard we of before, heard and of probably yet. never will. And once we do, they will no longer
0: be hipsters. So. This question just—it's a snake <laughs> eating its own tail. It you totally can't is. answer this question. It's gonna
1: go. Where's <laughs> we're gonna go forever. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Another
0: band I thought of that was actually here on the weekend as well was the National. I had them on my list too. It's super hipster. Totally. Like the lead singer of that band. Oh man, does that guy have feelings? Yep. He is. He's got some emotions, that man. It's funny because I I
1: love The National too and some friends invited me to that show but because it was a Sunday and I was like, I'm not going to do it this time. But, uh, oh yeah, I went through... I go through the national phases But here's the thing Like I'll hear a song And it'll like Really resonate with me And that's really all You can take One or two songs By the national And then you gotta Switch it up Because it's just It's too much then
0: Yeah it's so It's so down tempo And sad and moody So deep (laughs) Like I said Just feelings Yeah
1: like (laughs) Listen to the national And then listen to like A fart soundtrack And then level it out You know you gotta like You gotta mix it up
0: It's what you really Have to be in a mood To listen to that stuff It's one of those I have so much of that stuff On my music collection Where I'm like This is a great song, but every time it comes on, I skip it because yep. I'm not looking for something that's going to hit my feelings that mood. hard, yeah. you know? Totally. So it's much easier to listen to upbeat stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder who the band like that was from our parents' generation. Like, who was the hipster band of the 60s or the 70s oh, Like, God. that had the most pretentious fans? Bob Dylan. Bob I'm only going to say, just based on his uniqueness
1: and the way he looks but no like would it be the hippie bands back like hippie morphed into the hipster bands but like the bands with the most hippie following
0: but were they pretentious about it
1: mm, yeah see I don't know
0: cause I can think of ba- like you know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prog rock fan so bands like Rush and Yes and King Crimson have yeah. real nerdy fans but are they necessarily super pretentious about it maybe if they're like you know oh these bands this band is more skilled than yeah. the band that you like but yeah, like, what, where, where was the gatekeeping happening back in that era? I'd like to know that. Yeah, it's a good question.
1: VNS in 20
0: minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna.
1: So, I found some etymology of some of the famous Nintendo characters, which I thought was pretty cool. Where their names come from? Where their names came from, because okay. I've never really thought to think about that, and these are super interesting. Uh, Mario, of course, classic Mario, was named after the landlord of Nintendo of America's warehouse, he was almost named Jumpman or Mr. Video, but instead they decided to give that character's name in credit to the landlord, which is a bit strange.
0: And these alternate history things are so interesting, because you wonder, would, he, would the character have been as big if it was were he named Jumpman
1: or, Mr. or Mr. Video. Mr. Video?
0: I know. I don't know why, I just always assumed that some of these, like a lot of these names came from... You know Japanese video game developers who worked on, it, but Mario is not a Japanese name, so nope. I never stopped to think about it. they're Italian. Yeah, they're clearly Mario and Luigi are clearly Italian. Yeah, so.
1: totally. Uh, Wario is a portmanteau of Mario's name and the Japanese word Warui which means bad. So, okay,
0: I thought it was just war.
1: No, Wario just means bad Mario. Okay, which also funny name. I prefer bad that. Mario. They should have just called him Bad
0: Mario. <laughs> it's a funny name for your wiener too.
1: Look at bad, bad Mario. Mario. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is great, actually. Uh, Charizard, which is m- maybe the most obvious, but it's the portmanteau of Charcoal Lizard. So Charizard okay. is just Charcoal Lizard. Okay. Pikachu is a portmanteau of Japanese pika, which is the sound a spark makes, and chew, the sound a mouse makes. Huh. So it's the sounds he makes, it's right? An, and he's a spark. He's an electric
0: mouse. Yep. It's, an, it's really a, a Japanese onomatopoeia.
1: Yep. So basically, spark mouse is what you know. If you the sounds those two things make, which is kind of por- cool.
0: A lot of portmanteaus.
1: I know. Uh, Yoshi is not a portmanteau. It's just the Japanese given name that means good luck or righteous. Okay. So that one's the one they actually gave a traditional Japanese name. Uh, donkey Kong. That one's probably super obvious, but the Kong comes from King Kong.
0: But he's not a donkey. And even my boys asked me that. Why is he called Donkey Kong? That He's was a gorilla. You're
1: right. That should actually... That's a v- very strange. Uh, but they actually got sued. I don't know if you remember that or have heard of that, but they got sued for using Kong.
0: Oh, okay. Because it belongs to that franchise. Because it belongs to that franchise.
1: But Kirby is named after the lawyer, John Kirby, who defended Nintendo <laughs> in the suit against Kong. No way. So that's why Kirby got his name, is they that's credited cool. the lawyer. So there you go. Some... Uh, some interesting Nintendo etymology for you.
0: Did they say where Luigi came from? Because like, uh, Waluigi would be bad Luigi. Another funny name for you.
1: <laughs> that would be really... It's got to be that. But I, I that one they did see, and I'm... Here, let's see. Uh, inspired by a pizza parlor near Nintendo of America's headquarters, named Mario and Luigi's.
0: So Nintendo was already well into the United States yep. by the time they named Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. And in turn, Wario and Waluigi. Waluigi. You're bad, Mario, and you're bad, Luigi. Bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Technology with Shauna. The BNS and 20
1: Minutes or Less podcast. So this is absolutely devastating for my boyfriend. front of the show, Fred actually sent this to us, but um, Kiss lead singer Gene Simmons. It says he, he no longer has the strength to go on with Kiss.
0: I did see this headline, and I did think of Cliff, too, because your boyfriend is a huge Kiss huge fan.
1: Huge Kiss fan. I'm And I have to be honest, he hasn't mentioned. I'm not
0: sure he's seen this yet. Uh-oh. So we're going to be breaking the news to him? We might be breaking the news to him, and he's going to be absolutely devastated. The The headline to me was so funny because it's a, it's not that Gene's retiring or that he's unwell or anything. He just says he doesn't have the strength to go on. It was like what an, dramatic. Yeah, I know. Like, what an emotional. Like, come on, Gene. The, the <laughs> other guys in Kiss are like, come on, Gene. I don't have the strength. <laughs> we need you to rock. He's like, I can't do it I anymore. Can't even get it
1: from the bed. Oh, my God. I know. I thought that was really funny, I am, too. I am withered. I'm too weak to but go on. Um, come on, Gene.
0: Gene, rock and roll needs you, man. <laughs> I can't. I just can't do it. I also wouldn't. Uh, I mean, and Cliff would know this as a Kiss fan, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too concerned because this is the same band that has been on their farewell tour since 1997. Yes. So,
1: I mean, like since 1978, like basically <laughs> five five years after they became a band, they've been they on their the
0: farewell tour. Farewell tour. I know. I. Uh, but you probably just thought, I need to get us back in the headlines of ahead course. of some box set they're releasing. So, how something. do I do so a more dramatic? Yeah. I can't go on. I am, I am so weak. I'm, I just can't I'm go was- on. I'm wasting away. Help. We can't rock without you, man. Help me.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, I figure it's. <laughs> We have to officially send him off, regardless of if this is going to be the first. This is one of those that I think, because as you say, they probably will tour again. We can just keep reusing this. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so we'll make
0: her nice and generic. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Charlotte.
1: Right. We are gathered here today to remember Gene Simmons and Kiss, the demon, as he's known in a band that's been around for nearly 50 years. We're going to miss you, Gene, with your platform shoes and your creepy makeup and... That ability to flash your tongue in a way that I still have nightmares about. My God. The man whose marketing prowess is unmatched. I mean, the amount of Kiss merchandise. This man could polish a turd and have it sell out, okay? And the man who has claimed to have slept with over 5,000 women. I mean, that's legendary, right?
0: That is a lot of plunking. Oh, my word. To
1: be honest, like, even an athlete would eventually run out of stamina for that kind of action. Like, so all that... Tang has finally caught up to you, and you now need to rest.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have the strength to keep rinsing doesn't, all these groupies. Just, I just I don't. Can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't go on.
1: You'll have to do it for me. Anyway, Gene, we'll, we'll miss you until you announce your next farewell tour, so. <laughs> the comeback tour. The comeback tour is coming.
0: Becker, do you have a musical tribute for us? I do. We gotta go with some Kiss, Obviously, right? Obviously, yeah. I was made for you were me for me. It's great. B and S in 20 minutes or less. My son Bo has an etymology request for you, Shawna. Yeah. Um, I don't have your etymology music. My computer froze here. But oh, okay. Etymology with Shawna. There it is. So he and I have been watching some episodes of The Simpsons recently. Uh, which is my favorite TV show, and in my opinion, the greatest TV show of all time. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, so I thought I'd introduce him to it, and he's. We watched a few episodes, and then he said to me, "He's like, do you know any other funny episodes of The Simpsons?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, like there are six hundred some episodes of this show. Lots of them are funny." Yep. I was like, I could talk about The Simpsons till the cows come home. And he's like, what? It's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of an odd turn of phrase, isn't it? Until the cows come home. Yeah. Does it have an, an origin story, Shauna? Why do people say that?
1: Well, it's it's pretty obvious, but it's quite literally referring to cows returning to the barn after being out to pasture. Um. So it's been around for a very long time, but as you've probably noticed, like cows are never really in a hurry.
0: So <laughs> no, that's true.
1: They'll head out to pasture and then they'll stay out there for a long time, and eventually they'll kind of mosey on back to the barn. But of course, to the cows, go home means a long time, right? So okay. Yeah, it's if cows referring-
0: are hustling, you think something's going on over there, and right? Have that's- you
1: seen cows hustle? They still don't hustle. Like <laughs> the cows hustle is still very, very slow. So it really is referring to that. But I guess. Uh, In Scotland, for example, like cows would go out to pasture for months at a time and then only come back really at the end of the season. So they're saying if it originated in in Scotland, it could be even longer. But even still, regardless, it's just that the cows will go off and they'll, you know, spend the full day out there and then eventually just meander in their slow ass cow (laughs) moves and get back to the barn eventually. But yeah, no rush. Okay. No hustle to the cows.
0: That's all it is. That's all it, oh, that's wow. all it the is. The only place it comes from is just how slow they move. Yep. And how little of a hurry they are in to get there. I so. mean, even the way they moo is slow. <laughs> mm, you're
1: like, are you in slow motion?
0: <laughs> Etymology like- with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes
1: or less. This isn't TV tropes, but I learned some TV secrets recently Becca, that I kind of found interesting. Okay. Uh, first of all, the blood that you see on Grey's Anatomy... It's fake blood and chicken fat. That's chicken what they fat. use—chicken fat—to make it look super like, realistic.
0: To make it look like tissue. That? Yeah,
1: yeah. Which is slightly disturbing, but also good to know because if you're thinking, you know, a Halloween costume and fake blood is one thing, but if you really want it to look real, realistic, and I don't think I want to walk
0: around covered in chicken fat all well, night.
1: I mean, people do. <laughs> like they'll rub oil in the cells and, and that kind of thing. So it's the same thing, right? Some. People go a long ways when it comes to their Halloween costumes. Oil? Yeah. What's the
0: costume?
1: Well, I mean not with like people used to suntan with oil on their bodies of with straight butter on their bodies yeah. that kind of thing. People will go above and beyond, okay? Especially when it comes to Halloween. Like you've seen some of the costumes. Yeah. People chicken for, fat though. Chicken I do that'd
0: be for me, but okay. I mean the dogs would be attracted to you they Probably sure do. It'd be a little dangerous. Well, a dozen dogs following you around.
1: Bears and everything else. <laughs> okay, stay away from me, but you look good anyway. Uh the meth on Breaking Bad is actually cotton candy flavored rock candy.
0: That one I knew. I oh, remember reading about that when the show was big because I was always like, that what stuff that? looks good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it well, looks really good. They say that like in between takes and stuff, if, yeah, people would just kind of eat a little bit of that when they got a little hungry too. So everybody on set was going Snacking to town on the rock on the candy. Yeah, or yeah. the quote unquote meth, which would be a bit weird to see if they caught that on camera. What are you doing? Uh, Peter Dinklage is actually a vegetarian. So all the meat in Game of Thrones is tofu.
0: Okay. Didn't know that. I'm trying to think of the scenes where he eats. Yeah.
1: That's kind of sad to me because if you know that, then you go back and and watch it, I'd almost be like, oh, like, you got to be eating real meat, man. Like, look at what's happening in this scene. You (laughs) got to be real meat. That's the (laughs) issue.
0: There's... Magic and dragons and stuff, but, but that's what i that's what I'm gonna hang on to false meat,
1: so. yeah, well, especially if it's a character that's supposed to be badass, that type of thing. you better be wearing eating some real meat, okay uh and the last one, the house is used uh like for families on The Bachelor and Bachelorette when they go back to visit their family's hometowns
0: I think they call those hometowns, y- yes, yeah.
1: the hometown yeah. families yeah. uh when they visit those houses, they're not the family's real houses, oh really, mhm-. What are these, like, rental houses? A lot of the times, they're rental houses. It depends. Some of them are real. Some of them, if they don't feel the real house gives the aesthetic they want or the vibe, Mm. they go and use a rental house instead.
0: Interesting. I never thought about that. But you're right. It's like if someone's place was just a dump, they're probably not going to put it on camera, right?
1: It's tough because that's the point, right? Is that you're going back to see the family. So you want to see that. I want to see that. If If the house is a dump, that would make it more interesting to me. But yeah, for some reason... In certain instances, they will not use the real family's house. It sucks to be...
0: Wouldn't be the only fake thing on that show. I know. Well,
1: that's the thing. It's so annoying when you hear that kind of stuff, because now you watch it, and you're like, oh, and then this family has to pretend to actually live there. Like, I want to go back and see if there's any episodes where they're, like, going through the kitchen, and they don't know where things are, and uh, (laughs) you're
0: like, oh, it's it's not your real house. That's even, like, those, those real estate and, like, reno shows and stuff. Apparently, you know, I'm trying to think, what's the one where they, like they'll look at three houses and then also reno their own house. You know, oh, yeah. One, like, Love the, it or list it? Yeah, is that the yeah. one? I don't know. Oftentimes the houses that they look at aren't even for sale. They aren't on the market. They never were. It's just like... See that? It's just for TV. Horse... I so you're this. like, man, I'm sure wasting my time sitting here watching this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: When you hear that kind of stuff, it really ruins it for you. <laughs> You're just like, st- I need to stop watching reality TV. VNS in 20 Olivia minutes or submitted less. submitted this doozy of a white girl saying, Beckler. Okay. So here we go. Ready for it? I'm just mm-hmm. going to jump right into it. <clears throat> I heal, I grow, I manifest, and I flow.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Now that has the workings oh. to every... Oh, my Inject God. Inject
0: that directly into my veins.
1: Wow. That's got it. Give manifest? Give it to us one more
0: time. Okay. Okay.
1: I heal, I grow, I manifest, and I
0: flow. <laughs> and it all rhymes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, man. And
1: we've talked about the word manifest. Like, that's one. And then flow and healing and gr-
0: Manifest might be the white girl word of all. Yeah. Right? Like, if you could just put one word on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, right Manifest. now, it's it's going through a really big, yeah. uh, right now, and maybe it'll, you know, do something else will replace it down the line, but right now, I'd say Manifest <laughs> is number one. It's having it's, a moment. It's top, like, wow. how many, how many busy hard uh, seltzers out of 10 are you going to give uh, that one, okay?
0: man. So where did she see this one? I don't it was just a a picture like just it was a, okay. a
1: a meme from Instagram or something that she'd sent to me and I well, was like oh whoever my God. Came
0: up with that one is no stranger to the vibrations of abundance. Nope. Let me tell you oh they vibrate they, with abundance. Man, I'd give that one like I don't know what's our highest rating. Is it 20? That's, that's 20, 20. 20 or 10? I think that that one's not at a 20, is it? No. This one's just out of 10. How 10? many
1: Tetra packs of wine by the river
0: are you this <laughs> 10 one? busy Hard Seltzers. Oh. 10 Tetra packs of wine by the yeah. river Oh yeah. out of 10, that is.
1: The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Hey, hey, hey what, what did, did you, you learn, learn today?
0: today? I was clicking around Boston, like the city of Boston, on Google Street View. Yeah. And uh, I came across this place called the Great Molasses Flood Plaque. And I was like, what? Oh, God. And i never heard of this. And I'm a big fan of Boston sports. I've been to this area of Boston. But in 1919, tell me if you've heard of this disaster, a 2 million gallon tank of molasses burst. And this 35-foot wave of molasses ripped through the streets of Boston and killed 21 people.
1: So, this sounds vaguely familiar, and I'm wondering if it's because when I was in Boston or something, th- somebody had mentioned this, or, but anyway, I forgot about it until right now, and that's
0: absolutely insane. The Great Molasses Flood of 1919, yeah. Uh, they said the molasses was traveling at like 50 kilometers per hour, and it sounds just really horrific, because the people couldn't really move in the in the molasses, and like they were all all animals that were caught and it died, and like oh, people that were is stuck awful. there. It'd be like drowning, but in molasses, molasses. which is heavier and thicker than, disgusting. than water. So that would be terrible. It would be awful, but um, also insane. And they said it took, like, forever to clean it up because it's molasses. Yep. And that for a long time afterwards, everything in Boston was sticky because, like, it got tracked onto the streetcars and into the shops and stuff, and there was just molasses friggin' everywhere in the city of oh Boston God. for a while. And they claimed that for decades after, in that area, on hot summer days, it would smell like molasses. That's... Like I said, if 21 people the, hadn't yeah. died, it would be hilarious, but... But it's not. But it's not. Oh, my God. The Great Molasses Flood.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I learned about the New Zealand banana slug, which is the largest slug known to man. And there's this video that this doctor posted about this slug, and it is so disturbing. It's a slug on a treadmill. It's so big, it takes up the entire bottom of the treadmill. The whole belt. The entire belt is covered by the slug. And it is disturbing. It's got these holes in it that are... Ca- <sighs>
0: it's got holes all Caused over its back. Caused by parasites. Oh, my God. It's- it is
1: disgusting and disturbing. And the fact that somebody posted this just ruined my morning. So
0: And the treadmill's moving pretty quick. Yes. And the slugs, like... Hustling to keep up with it. It's one of the fastest
1: known slugs, too, and biggest. And it looks like an alien, and it is super disturbing, and the fact that this exists
0: is just creeping me right out. It's disgusting without the parasite holes on its back, and that just makes it even worse.
1: You asked if this was fake, and I was like, it looks like it should be. Yeah, it it looks CGI. And it's not. So if you'd like to ruin your morning as well, I can send this to you, but my God, the fact that that exists is horrifying.
0: The New Zealand banana slug? New Zealand banana slug Kind of a funny name for your horn, but um, yeah, horrific to look at